0: i don't have the life for this today i know <laughs> remember how i quit yeah do you not do you not know what i've been through today
1: i don't did they already hear he's been vague about it the the gods are mad because we made him watch these shows lightning happened and he's exhausted oh he's being... what he's been through today is our show
0: is <laughs> yeah. The... yeah yeah no what i what i have <laughs> suffered is the, the the slings and arrows of Outrageous the three of you. My name is Mr. Sour Pickles. They
1: are the visionaries.
0: Rappling Hood. Unlock your tits. It's all
1: about helping people. Close up with people. You're getting on my nerves, horse.
2: We can't ever go
0: back to Arizona. I made it rude, How did JFK
2: get my spaghetti video to help them fight Mungergaard?
0: Uh, well, I guess we should start the stupid show about this yeah. stupid show. So, welcome, everybody. This is Saturday Morning <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> uh, these three Yabos. No. <laughs> these three Yabos try to run this show every week, and every week you keep downloading it and listening to them talk about bad cartoons. Uh, today, we're talking about two special gems. Um, Skeleton Warriors, which, by the way, the Skeleton Warriors are the bad guys, which <laughs> we'll get into that later. And uh, the other one was uh, a little-known uh, DC franchise that um, is completely useless and super dumb as well.
1: Jim Lee's Wildcats. Jim
2: Lee's
0: Wildcats.
1: Dumb. welcome. This is Saturday Morning Tuesdays. You've done it. And I'm Andy. I'm Austin. I'm Rory.
2: This is peak
1: nineties bullshit, part three, and oh god, I I am sorry again. How many times have we apologized to you this far, Dom?
0: I don't know. It just sounds like white noise to me at this point.
2: No, <laughs> that's well, true on a couple reasons for a couple
0: of reasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you're all in so much trouble. <laughs> you made so- lightning happen. That's how angry. That's how angry the universe was at what you did to me. (laughs) I stand by
1: Skeleton Warriors. I fucking stand that show.
2: (laughs) Boy, yeah, we had a couple shows today that really continue to exist entirely in the era they were made in 1994. Um, And to just be so 1994 about (laughs) it, you know?
1: Yeah. And... and I guess Dom alluded to the lightning. Uh, Seattle is like ha- was having crazy thunderstorms today, and Dom tried to tell us before we started that it was because of what we've done here today. And I think he might be right. I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to argue against it. Well, uh, they did we've...
2: seal away skeleton warriors in a vault that could only be undone, you know, if you found their YouTube link <laughs> and sent it to your friend. Um, <laughs>
0: This is a solid vault,
2: and so we might have unleashed some ancient evil.
1: I don't even know what we're gonna, what, which one we're gonna talk about first. But should we just big, like dive in and find
0: out? Yeah, yeah, we're off the rails. Let's do it. Yeah, we're we're talking about skeleton warriors first. We are talking about skeleton <laughs> warriors first in Shanghai, and this whole shit. Let's dive right in. These are the tales of the skeleton warriors. buddy.
1: Peak 90s bullshit. Skeleton Warriors. Episode 9. Brawl and Chain. Baron Dark's new juggernaut the Gorgon battleship has finished construction. Lightstar and Talon go to the Semigon kingdom to warn them about the threat. But King Doragon. No stop Andy. No. Be quiet you. But King Uh... Doragon has dagger and shriek as diplomats forcing both sides to be civil. The two skeletons uh, and steals. Oh, that's the Talon and Lightstar? Yeah, that's their surname. Steel? Okay. Yeah. So the two skeletons and the Steel family are sentenced to the dungeon after a disruption in the dining room. Lightstar turns Shriek and Dagger (laughs) back into humans, and Dagger divulges the Baron's sinister plot. Together, the Steels and Guardian destroy the Gorgon along with the kingdom's refinery, but Doragon congratulates them.
2: Um... So what language were you speaking just then <laughs> Rory because it wasn't anything known to humankind.
0: Uh, I I need to, so, I need to, I need to ask a question right up on top. Whose yeah, idea was this episode specifically?
1: Not mine. I'm already oh. nose-gozing that.
0: No no, we chose it because when we we
2: hadn't picked episodes by the time we told you we were watching Skeleton Warriors and when you sent us a screenshot of Skeleton Warriors that showed uh, a skeleton woman having sort of a sensual makeout
0: <laughs> session. Um, we picked that episode. I see. I see. I understand. I understand how this happened. Yeah,
1: yeah. I went and found um, that one uh, because, I mean, that's a hilarious idea.
0: A man kisses a
1: skeleton woman. I got to set the stage for you guys. So for all intents and purposes, this this episode starts basically on the bridge of the Enterprise with this crew... On a diplomatic mission to make contact with the, you know, with the potential Star-trek-y. ally. It felt yeah. super stargery because it's 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 like it's voiceover and it's the exact premise of every next gen episode. Um. Then mm-hmm. they get to what what are the sort of ape people who they do not care for that word. Uh. They do. They they demand no. it to be called simians. Uh. And who's there but two skeletons who have already sort of forged an alliance. Uh. With. Uh, with the the monkeys.
0: Yeah, two cackling evil and
2: skeletons.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, have, you, have you informed the people of the factions in this show? The fact that it is a bunch of white people fighting a bunch of skeletons that aren't skeletons, they're just people <laughs> who have their skin and organs in another dimension? <laughs> no, we have not oh, talked cow.
2: about the show Skeleton Warriors, uh, which we might need to do for just a second, because... It is. I mean, I just need you to understand, listener, what the Wikipedia summary of the show looks like. Um, the conflict of the pot the con- the conflict of the plot revolves <laughs> around the need to control the Light Star Crystal, which grants the power, which powers the great city of Luminous City. Baron Dark tried to steal the crystal. And then there's Prince Lightstar, except his name isn't Prince Lightstar, it's Justin Steele, but it's also Prince Lightstar Mm -hmm. and his his sister Jennifer, (laughs) Jennifer Steele, aka Talon. And they get the half of the crystal and their uncle and their brother, and they get crystal powers, and so does the bad guy. And it's so cool. I'm confused. I've been... (laughs) Confused
1: the whole time about why the bad guys are so horny to be skeletons. It's
0: so funny. (laughs) It's so funny. Is that clear to anyone? (laughs) Oh, it was just so they can't die. Like if in your skeleton form you are immortal. They can reassemble, yeah.
1: Sure, sure.
2: Which does allow the good guys to just sort of mercilessly kill all villains, and it's like they'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They'll figure it out later.
1: Yeah, it's kind of I know I've been using Sky Surfer Strike Force as sort of a touchstone for a really long time, but I think it's I don't know, it it it's really specific to me and I feel like this is like some sort of strange marriage between Sky Surfer Strike Force and He-Man. I mm-hmm. thought this show was going to be edgier and it's so
2: fucking silly. <laughs> no, it's very silly.
0: Yo, uh Yeah. Just just on the top though. Uh in this the year of our Lord 2021 you really can't have mm-hmm. black people watching episodes of shows where the apes are brown coated Oh yeah, like yeah. like the white saviors are coming along to help the brown apes, and th- with their Mesoamericanness and their dressing up I like know. white royalty, like it was a, uh, it it was it was real hard. It was real hard.
2: Yeah, we didn't know that was going to happen in this in this here nope. episode.
1: No, we did not.
0: It was a real ba- it was a real bad surprise.
2: It's a bummer.
1: And I uh yeah, apologies for that. That's, that's still one standing? of those things where You're gonna still
0: standing you going to still stand this show? You're going to still stand it? You going to regret what you said earlier? Well, uh, <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but the skeletons being so fucking nasty all the time. And it's, it's just, I, I was smitten by the skeletons and I kind of looked over what is now very, very obvious.
2: I see the creators of this show also being cowards for not making their main characters skeletons. It, we, are, we are promised that the show is called Skeleton Warriors. And we get main characters that are just people that have, like, they're not skeleton. people
1: really, they're like, w- w- they're just sort of white outlines of people, right? Like they have yeah. no character traits.
2: Right, they have skeleton jewelry, <laughs> right? There's like <laughs> yeah. a little skeleton headband and a skeleton torso, but they have, gene- I don't know, generic powers? I don't even understand, you know, one one bright spot is that Jennifer Steele, a.k.a. Talon, is Jennifer Hale, is Commander Shepard. Um, but they don't... Dude, I don't know. There's no There's no character. They don't do anything. Nothing is done here. And they're not
0: skeletons. Well, and the worst part no. is that the bad guys are called skeleton warriors. The titular characters I know. are <laughs> the enemy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so weird. It's so hard to follow. And they seem
1: fun. They seem fun. Am I wrong about that?
0: No, they, like, they seem fun. They are definitely the dancing skeletons from the 1930s cartoons. <laughs> like, that uh-huh. is... <laughs> they, with, a, with a minor evil bend, but it's not even evil. It's just that they can't be killed. So they do dumb things like blow up things with them inside of it. <laughs> Which is fun. It's fun that
1: you get to do that, I guess.
2: We don't even get like a magical girl transformation sequence where they get like better armor or like a better motorcycle or, you know, like a, a cool skeleton helmet or something like there's just nothing. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to sup on. This is this is. Just so much nothing.
0: And the thing that got me, another thing that got me, was that the bones of the skeleton's faces (laughs) are expressive. And that's not right. That's not. No, no. You shouldn't be able to, as a skeleton, smile more. (laughs) Like That is, that is, that is, there's no God in that.
2: No, no. There's, there's also a lot of weirdness that comes from, the skeleton villains trying to do normal cartoon <laughs> character stuff like doing a like my lips are sealed gesture but you have no lips because you just have a skeleton face and so you're just sort of miming your bone fingers going across your teeth
0: it's so funny also shriek <laughs> yeah. making fun of uh of talon having a big butt yeah, like that padding, was that was a, extra padding. Yeah, extra padding. If you when you fall on your ass, like that was a weird moment. That was a moment I didn't need in my life. Hush, if you offend Dottagarn, we may all be out on our backsides. Lucky you've got so much padding.
1: Look at you having a butt, so gross with your butt. I thought I name was Shrek. Is it it's not? Not Shrek. I'm bones, <laughs> and that's hot. And you're flesh, and that's so gross (laughs) i'm the i'm the extremely superior only bones
0: (laughs) (laughs) you follow my only bones the 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 main bad guy what was his name
1: uh, dr baron dark
0: baron Baron dark Dark and dr
1: cyborg 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 i died when he called out for (laughs) dr cyborg
0: (laughs) (laughs) why was baron dark's dog a different color of bones (laughs) I didn't even
1: notice that he had a dog, Dom. What are you telling me? There was
0: a dog.
1: Yeah, it's like Doctor Claw. He's got like a dog, a bone dog on his lap.
0: Yeah, he's got a bone dog. That's a different color of bones for no particular reason.
1: Bone dog was my nickname in high school.
0: (laughs) Oh God, no, no, no! Stop! It hurts.
1: (laughs) I don't understand so many things about this show. Uh, The the, I mean, obviously. The the Simeonite stuff is like just baffling all of it. Uh it makes yeah. very little sense. They're like British royalty, but they're doing a whole it's just all misguided bad, 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 bad ideas. It's bad and Star
2: Trek. You know, like it's it's like they're visiting it's like they're visiting a neutral, like the a, a neutral city. Like we have Tony J, who we heard as the chicken wizard in Mighty Max Dom, you might remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so you've seen two good shows. <laughs> as as our like crypt keeper narrator um, into yeah. these stories and he's like oh what do you think about neutrality you pussies what do you think about oh. being neutral in a war that um, is that is that
1: is cr- a crazy way to start an episode of a dumb show like this is to have tony J say in a world at war is neutrality a genuine option must all parties take sides, or may a few remain apart, indifferent to the battles raging all around them? And what if that conflict arrives at your own front door? Well... <laughs> what the fuck am I getting into? It yeah. turns out it was just skeleton warriors, but it turns sounded out. like maybe it wasn't gonna be. Like maybe we were Game of Thrones all of a sudden. Maybe yeah, the show thinks it is.
2: Or it's like a Captain Picard, you know, Captain's Log sort of
1: Yeah. Today mm-hmm. I
2: think about neutrality as a concept or whatever. You know, it's like yeah. trying to guide us through a like a measure of a man weird, you know, decision, but it's not. It's a bullshit show about
0: skeletons. <laughs> <laughs> So the A plot is all about racism, uh, and the B plot, which takes place on the Gorgon, is just oh, about yeah. how bad Lord Dark is at being in this world. Like, just how criminally stupid he is at all times.
1: Uh-huh. It's not- Right. Yeah. Yeah, he's not threatening. None of his decisions seem to have a lot of he thought He has a them. completely normal voice. A lot of the characters have sort of spooky after effects on their- <laughs> on their spi- and this is just a dude who's who's bones, I'm just a man who's bones.
0: <laughs> and, and he is he has made a weapon that will single handedly conquer the planet, and all mm. he can do is ruin his own plan. The heroes aren't necessary.
2: No, no, he's <laughs> rushing this thing out the door. And it's not ready yet. It's gonna, you know, it's gonna Elon Musk. It's gonna crash into a pole or something. And it's, it's funny mm-hmm. too because
1: he's he's trying to conquer the world through force, but people seem to fucking love being skeletons. It seems like
2: yeah,
0: get a
1: lot more. <laughs> you get the carrot might be better than the stick. And the the begging,
0: yeah. the begging to be allowed to be a skeleton again <laughs> at the end was uh, <laughs> was overtly sexual.
2: Please,
1: she's <laughs> Please so make me bones. Make me bones. <laughs> So funny. Ah, dagger. I see you put a little meat on your bone.
0: Oh, it was horrible! Man, it was horrible! And look what
1: they've done to us! Please make me a skeleton warrior again, please!
0: <laughs> also, what did they pull out of them to turn them back into meat people? Because he know. reaches no. into their spine a and badge? then pulls something out.
1: No, it's definitely like a—it's—it's it's an enormous fist-sized ruby. How he just crushes it in his hand, I'm not sure. Unless this guy's got super strength, and we're unaware, right? I have no, I have no fucking clue. It's so weird. I know we did not watch episode one to get all of this explained to us or whatever, I'm, but like, I'm glad we didn't. I'm glad we didn't too. Also, I'm glad we he didn't. makes a full-on tongue kisses the skeleton lady rips okay. out her rips out her skeleton jewel, turns her back into flesh, and is in like, now you're gross and nasty. This the romance sh- is over. <laughs> <laughs> the romance is over.
0: Man, some dudes are just down to bone. That's what my uh, yes.
2: Look, we have to okay. We have to spend like five minutes talking about this seduction scene. Uh, yes, please. <laughs> well, there's please, there's please, a
1: previous please. one because so in the throne room she keeps hitting on him, and I loved it. It's so it's it, it, it. This sounds kind of I think obvious, but a skeleton who's just trying to just trying to smash <laughs> is just really funny. It is.
0: Oh, don't be so glum, pretty boy. It's fate. We were men for each other. Mmm. How about a little smooch?
1: I'd rather suck Transmonia death stones.
0: <laughs> I'll
2: see what I can arrange.
1: And it, it does, it, to me, seemed to avoid a lot of, like, sexism or vanity or, like, ew, she's... She's an ugly woman, so I can't kiss her. It's like, this is just a skeleton, and it's just a turned up skeleton. (laughs) It's just a turned up skeleton. And it was really funny, and I thought, relatively devoid of subtext. Yeah. Yeah. She's apparently, I was reading on the wiki, apparently, as a, as before she was a skeleton, she was into him, and that just didn't. Shrek was? Yeah. Shrek. Thank you. I know that you're trying to make this joke work, and I'm going to throw you a bone (laughs) for it. Um And so she when she turned into a skeleton, she continued being into him. And, you know, that's simple. But it's also, like, I love that she has no, like, self-awareness of the fact that right. now being all bones, he might not, like, <laughs> like, like, extra
2: might not want to. Well, see, she has layers like an onion, you know? Well, but
1: apparently you can just take out your skeleton, Jewel, whenever you want to smash. But she's like, no, this is going to be way
2: better. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, you're no. going to kiss my teeth.
0: <laughs> no. No
2: <laughs> He just kisses her teeth though. He <laughs> this is his plate. They're both they're all stuck in in they, they wanted to be super rude at the at the dance sequence, at, uh, at, the, the, <laughs> at the grand ballroom. The jazz, the jazz night. Oh. Oh,
1: and, oh, oh.
2: God. Oh no. It's just um, so bad. <laughs> and then they all get thrown in prison, and Prince Dark light Star. Prince Justin Steel Lightstar, whatever the fuck, um, is, uh, his play to get the skeletons to be people, I guess, is to, f- is to go along with her seduction plan. And th- I, we have to clip drop because yep, this, her yes, first line is just like,
0: be honest, Justin,
2: don't you get a little tired of playing soldier with your sister? Yeah.
1: Sometimes. Yep. Yup. <laughs> like, yes, oh, I yeah? do. <laughs> oh, all right, oh. French my bones. Now he says. So Willie replies to her and says, "Has anyone ever told you that you have beautiful bones?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like he's looking at a house, being like, "Ah, oh, it's a fixer-upper, but the bones are good. The it's bones, got nice are bones. Good. <laughs> I got my bones here." <laughs>
2: yeah, uh, yeah, and then they just like embrace, and he goes right in, and. Yeah. And they just start, he starts kissing teeth. And that's, and that's what we have to watch. Um, And that's when, and that's, and, and, and
1: honestly, I was so uncomfortable in this moment, not because he was kissing teeth, but just because like, I'm seeing this as a person, right? And she's got this gem attached on the like inside of her spine. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just gnarly to see him make out with this bone lady, and then reach into her midsection and go Mortal Kombat on her ripper
2: spine. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna go. It's almost like when Neo in Matrix Reloaded, when Neo goes into Trinity and just like has to like repump her heart. Oh yeah. But it's yeah, he's just tearing out her her
0: skeleton gem. <laughs> yeah. No, this whole this whole show's a problem, top to bottom. <laughs>
2: uh huh. Uh huh. It's a problem.
0: God, I'm sorry damn we it. made you watch it, Dom. And now it's my problem forever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have one more. I have one more clip that I want to make sure we drop because this was the one time I thought it got, I got a, like a genuine laugh, and I think they were intending it. Uh, is when the when when Prince Lightstar and Talon are on their way to go be diplomatic. Uh, Talon's like
0: the Simeonites are touchy. If you offend them somehow, we'll blow any hope of forming an alliance.
1: Relax. Back in Prince school, I got a perfect score on my diplomacy test. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Prince school? He goes to Prince school. Uh, Princeton, I believe. Princeton. God. Princeton. You have have to ruin things for me.
0: Everything good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And decent. Fuck. Uh, Do we run through the rest of this plot? So after the skeletons have had their jewels uh, ripped out, uh they realize that they no longer want the island to blow up cuz they can't just reassemble afterwards mm-hmm. uh and we get into some some nonsense that was kind of fun where they're now uh temporarily on the same team as they try to thwart the uh the gorgon from blowing up the island uh, right and then they are successful and yeah. question mark question mark question mark The the simians are pleased that their island isn't blown up, uh, and the uh, the once the previously skeleton warriors have to go begging back to their king to turn them back into bones. (laughs) God, I like he picks them up right at the very end as the camera pans away. He picks one of them up in each arm and starts slamming their heads together as punishment, like (laughs) repeatedly.
2: That'll teach him. Kind of funny. (laughs) Kind
1: of funny. Fuck. Let's get out of here, huh? Let's find our way to talking about something worse. (laughs) Well, maybe not. Maybe not quite worse. Maybe just tangential. Maybe, maybe, maybe around the same level.
2: (laughs) Uh hey Austin. Yeah, right.
1: Uh, this week has been pretty interesting. We've got a lot. We've got a lot of talk coming, coming out of the white house, a lot Mm -hmm. of big, a lot of Mm -hmm. big ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and one that I found pretty interesting has been, uh, you know, this, uh, talk of new technology and, uh, and better public transportation. Uh, so with, with, with that in mind, uh, could you tell everybody about Department of Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg's cat bus initiative?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, so, so Secretary Buttigieg uh, has, of course, been really sort of repping all of us millennials um, mm. in the, you know, in the, the, the legislative, legislative world, and and he knows what millennials need, you know, like he knows he's got his finger on the pulse and we love cats and we love public transit
1: and... And Dunkaroos.
2: And Dunkaroos, yeah, that's, you know, uh, thank you. I'm going to yes and that. Um, Sorry, I,
1: I just didn't want you to forget the third food group after public transportation and, uh, <laughs> and the first thing <laughs> yeah, that you
2: said. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. 90s <laughs> kids will remember the that. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, and of course, uh, the cat bus from from my neighbor, Totoro, from the Miyazaki um, movies out of Japan. Um, And he has, you know, talked to the eggheads down in in (laughs) R&D and has figured out how to blend cat and bus, finally. Um, And that means that we have the power to take a bus that is not running on gasoline, it's not a gas guzzler. Uh, it runs on Saucers of Cream and uh, and it loves to purr and sort of undulate its bus opening <laughs> to sort of <laughs> let you inside um, It is you know, they've made a hollow <clears throat> cat um, <laughs> with many legs. You know, it's you've seen the movie. Yeah. Um, and this is really amazing. There's only one right now, so they've only been able to create one working, living cat bus. Um, and they're still working out the kinks, but you know, they're being really transparent about it. You know, no like black, black site area 51 ops mm-hmm, going on, mm-hmm. right? This is all sort of like updates, holding them accountable, and like they have a Twitter feed that's showing you sort of how the cat bus is doing. Um, it's currently talking a lot more than they thought it would, uh, human English. Um, mm you know and it's it's spending a lot of time talking about like it's really just listing hockey stats which is sort of <laughs> weird um and they're still kind of figuring out again the eggheads in R&D are really kind of scratching their their eggs on this one um but it's really into just just sort of rambling off hockey stats um <clears throat> which you know like millennials love so random humor so like that's good um and so i think they're going to enjoy it
1: now you've been pretty quiet so far on Department of Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg's <laughs> role in the Catbots Initiative. Uh huh.
2: Sure. Well, you know, like I said, he's sort of the mastermind and has been working very closely with the Eggheads in R and D uh, to sort of get to get it to work, uh, to get it to cooperate. And also, right now, he's sort of working on. What to dangle in front of the cat bus to get it to go to the destination that people
1: So is need to this go is this to. sort of a Godzilla situation where he's the only friend
2: of the cat bus? <laughs> so far yes. Yeah, so so far they are best friends and the cat bus has some attachment anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, so it doesn't really want to leave the compound. So if Uh, I want to ride the bus, I have
1: to hang out with Pete Buttigieg.
2: You might right now, Pete Buttigieg might have to pee in the car, in a car in front of the cat bus. And then the cat bus will sort of chase after him. So, again, they're working that out.
1: That sounds like a great idea, Austin. (laughs) I think
2: so. Yeah, I think it's great.
1: If I'm inside the cat bus when it has sex with another cat bus. (laughs) Okay. is is, Is that weird? Yeah, I mean, now I'd, like yeah, inter- so. I'd like to I'd like write interference for Austin here who has been who has been a, a, a true a great sport, sport a great yeah. sport. <laughs> now, Andy, you could be inside a person and they can still have sex. You have not revolutionized the idea of of mm. a sort of sexception. Hmm. I see. I see. I see. And it's generally considered pretty weird. Got it. Okay. All right. No further so, questions. Yeah, Your Honor. so Maybe scratch a couple pages out of your fanfiction n- notebook and let us all get back to work. <laughs>
2: All right, everybody, Uh, we are still deep in the 90s, and here we got Wildcats, Jim Lee's Wildcats, episode four, The Evil Within, and the synopsis for this episode is the villains possess the U.S. president to get access to U.S. satellites and locate the orb they need to win. (laughs) That's. That's our synopsis
0: from IMDb. The orb they need to win. Yo, (laughs) uh, uh, there is (laughs) no orb in this episode. By the way, no, just some satellites to find it, allegedly.
1: (laughs) Um, this is a cartoon based on a property made by comic book artist Jim Lee. Who it it was, it was published one of the early, one of the earliest comic book series published by Image Comics when they first came out. And they were just sort of, you know, firing a shotgun to see what stuck. And, yeah. uh, And Wildcats is not a great property. Even at the time, I think most people, most reviewers, anybody who bothers to review comic books, it's a weird cottage little industry, but they were all kind of like, meh, this is (laughs) another one of these comic books where an artist tries to be a writer and does an okay job <laughs>
2: uh, this is definitely in the uh in that like indie comics boom of the early '90s where you have like spawn and savage dragon Savage dragon I was going to say, yeah, and you've got these like like image and, and wildstorm these sort of other um alternative comics that had that were trying superheroes, and they all really feel like you know the bargain basement Marvel of like not even of like the avengers but like x Men. like the, I, I was gonna say not even x-men like the canada t alpha flight this is like uh, this is like <laughs> bargain basement marvel's bargain basement like the bargain basement version of the the boring ones
0: avengers uk yeah exactly mm.
2: yeah and none of the if you look at all these character designs it's like this guy's got a deadpool mask and this guy's kind of got like a red white and blue thing going on and
1: We've sort of got a smart Hulk, but he's purple. I got so, thing vibes off of him, except he's not funny. But he's kind of mm-hmm. right, yeah, thingish a little <laughs> bit. Yeah. the
0: The big thing here for me is this show came out two years after X Men: The Animated Series yep. started.
2: Mm-hmm. They yep. were
0: trying to get that. Now, Grifter and Batman have like come to blows several times in DC. Yes, totally. Like, yes. this is, yeah, totally. Yes. Grifter has made his way into Hellspont
1: a- has fought Superman a lot. Actually, yeah, the, huh. the main bad guy. Um. It's like they in... got
0: purchased in '99 by DC, mm-hmm. and and now and now live over there. But this was this for me really does feel like the way that there is the MCU and whatever the hell DC is doing. <laughs> this feels like there is X Men and then whatever the hell DC's friend was <laughs> well, doing. Yeah, <laughs> and it makes sense
1: you could repurpose them because they're for the most part pretty well designed.
0: Hmm. Yeah,
1: Jim Lee's a great hmm. artist. Like. They're extremely '90s, right? I mean, like you look yeah. at vo- you look at Voodoo and and Zealot, especially the two uh, lady characters on the team, and they look like like evil Jean Greys and evil Jubilee. You know what I mean? Like like yeah. Voodoo yeah. is a very X Men animated series Jubilee type as well.
0: This is a Jubilee episode, which is yeah. always the worst episode. This, <laughs> this is a Jubilee episode. And the big Hulk thing dude, uh, Beast, he's Beast yeah. in this, yeah. is, mm. is, is the Wolverine. And he's like trying to help her come back and fix her life. Yeah. Um,
2: Gene.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's definitely, it definitely has that
2: vibe. Except, well, so what's interesting is I can't tell if the writing is kind of good or not because and the oh, reason not. i have well the reason i'm having trouble is because the dialogue the the presentation uh the delivery of the voice acting is so jank yes um it is so presentational the whole time it's just like hello i am saying a line this is what i am saying ah i am also saying a line now and it, yeah it, i want to drop has-
1: a line from mall so mall is this big hulk thing beast character we've been talking about um, there's a really emotional scene he has with uh, with Priscilla, with Voodoo, and she's trying to leave. Like She's like, no, I'm crying, and I hate these people, and I want to go find my real parents. And he's trying to tell her not to go. And so he says, please don't go, except this is the line. He says,
2: Pris, please don't go.
1: And it made me want to <laughs> These die. are the flowers you bought me on the very first day we met. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> no, I can't believe you kept them. <laughs> yeah, I know. They're leaning into something super sentimental and talking as if, they are in a,
2: you know, business meeting. Mm-hmm. I was going to say like they're in different panels of a comic, <laughs> yeah, you know, totally. it yeah. really hmm. is like they took like they took a comic that was already written in panels and then they recorded each panel separately. Sure. You know, and so it, it's so fragmented and the posing, the way that that like Priscilla, that, that Voodoo, her the she animation into tears. Yeah. The way that she just becomes crying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, there's no artistry.
0: Like, crying is the way to that. That's so exactly right. <laughs> crying <laughs> happens to her. <laughs> yeah. If you can't carry your own weight, you're going to get left behind. Well, fine. I'm used to being left behind.
1: <laughs> Voodoo, wait.
0: Also, wh- the, the line that got me was Warblade. Hey, nobody's going to frisk the commander in chief. <laughs> just like, uh, yeah. Like in a show where everything he said was in contrarian to everybody else around him, that just one line really hit me and I got an actual chuckle out of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because remember, the plot of this episode is that the bad guys possess the president to get the satellites. And only, so. vo- only Voodoo can see through possession skill, I guess. Can, yeah, can yeah. We, can we
0: talk about possession as well? Can we talk yeah. about the stickers? Because my co-parent <laughs> yep, walked yep. into the room and saw what I was watching, saw the stickers, and said, nope, this one's on you, and left. <laughs> like, packed the child up and left. I, I don't know where they are. I don't know when they're coming back. The show broke up a family. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> like, like, if I put a sticker on your forehead and then a weird demon bug jumps from my face into your face, yeah. I now get your body? Yeah. Yeah.
2: So okay, apparently this whole series is about the ongoing the crease roll war basically between the Carabim and the Daemonites. And mm-hmm. so the Carabim have sort of They're like Cre like cree inhuman's like half DNA of Carabim power characters, and I don't know if all of our main characters are Carabim or yeah, not. I don't know.
1: So, what I wanted to say on uh, uh, on the on the sticker talk was, yeah. so this is only episode four. So, it, it's possible they've done some world building around, mm-hmm. like, around uh, the, you know, around uh, possession powers.
2: Mm-hmm. And if the but Damon they to dropped sort of do that. so
1: many rules about possession that... Are, are just matter of fact in this universe. I started to kind of enjoy it. They're like, you can't depossess you de- yourself. It's impossible. And then the viewers must be like, oh, clearly, yes. Yeah. It's never been <laughs> done <right."> before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I don't understand it either. Because so these demonites, these demonites or whatever, they've, uh, they're, yeah, they're like these nasty goblin type creatures and they take up physical space. And Mm -hmm. sorry, I apologize for this tangent. This is hopefully going to make sense to you in a second. They take up physical space. They look like goblin dogs. They're on all fours a lot of the time. They're jumping around. They're goblin dog was my nickname in high school.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's a star. That's a star versus anyway. And they and they put.
1: Through through the use of these stickers, they can put a sticker on someone's forehead, and then they can jump inside the sticker, and it looks like you know they'd zwoomp inside, and maybe they don't take up physical space anymore; they're inside your brain. Voodoo can use her powers to see these other people as the monsters, so like it looks like she's seeing their real forms. So like, what happens? Does their did their it's like a body...
2: like the glasses and
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly? And so did their body switch place?
0: But maybe not. I feel like that's an energy reading. I feel like what she is seeing is the energy. I hate that I'm defending (laughs) (laughs) this this bullshit power. But yeah, I can't believe I'm. Like I said, I enjoyed the show way better than the other one. Yep, yep, yep. (laughs) But yeah, but from what I can tell, they're all carabim except for the cyborg, who is Void, I believe.
1: Yeah, Void. She's like floating all the time and seems to have weird knowledge. Uh, of what's going on. Um, I, there's actually another cyborg. Uh, Spartan is like part cyborg.
0: Oh, yeah. Spartan. Spartan is also a cyborg.
1: Yeah. Um, cool. Because cyborgs just, I are just, dope in the 90s.
2: I just cannot overemphasize how nothing these characters are and how little I care about
1: them. <laughs> mm-hmm. We learned their names for this. This yeah. was this, like this podcast where we try and sound like we know what we're talking about and can, like, Have touchstones with each other. That's why I learned their names. It It required a lot of effort.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Back on the on the Maul scene. Maul, the big giant purple Hulk guy. He Hank McCoyed around this entire episode in his long trench coat, yeah. like, like, yeah. He, and the amount of people that interacted with him, like being fourteen feet tall and five hundred and sixty-three pounds, um, <laughs> was normal. Like, was was shocking for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, oh. my brown trench coat. Now nobody will know that I'm a fucking monster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that
2: subplot in particular, because. Voodoo runs away because uh Zealot says that she's useless, and they're like, "Well, you're just kind of, I don't know, leaving you're, us you're behind."
1: You're bad at being a hero, right yeah, now. Yeah,
2: and-, and that apparently sparks her memory of being abandoned by her parents when she was a child, and now this she is what the '90s see-
0: thought being triggered was. Yeah, mm-hmm, and she mm-hmm. sees a,
2: a conveniently placed letter because we know also because the villains know that they want Voodoo for some reason, and uh. They send her a fake letter, and she's sent to go, "Oh a, a, an investigator has found my parents, and so I need to go to Florida. Is that right?:
1: um, I didn't pay attention.
2: To go find my parents." And so she goes off and then Maul follows her in his trench coat. So I actually kind of I actually
1: kind of liked the dynamic between the team and Voodoo, where you have these sort of like overly edgy morally gray characters who are now invested in trying to keep a really nice person around.
2: Mm, mm -hmm. Yeah. It kind of worked for me. Sure, totally. Yeah, somebody who, yeah, kind of got scared off by them. Yeah. yeah, Being really abrasive. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because we can assume someone named Zealot isn't like a fun person to hang around with. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um,
2: But she goes out and she... Finds the place where her parents are supposed to be, and is instead confronted by not the villains, but just some guys who fight, uh, just some just some fighting guys.
1: She goes, she goes to what seems like some kind of eighteen forties old west town. Like, uh-huh. we,
2: we don't like you around <laughs> these parts. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. The the local PI dupes her because he's a human, Mm -hmm. and then he leads her into a room with a bunch of the demon dudes.
2: Also, his name is Orson Kane, which is (laughs) you know Orson Welles and Kane reference, and he he's he's dressed like a Kentucky Kentucky lawyer or something.
1: The way they introduce him also sounds like we're supposed to know who he is because Voodoo goes,
0: Are you Orson Kane?
1: Private Eye, finder of lost souls. And I got the distinct impression they thought I'd be impressed by that. Like he's
2: got a side <laughs> series, like he's he's joining yeah. the episode for,
1: like oh cool crossover from my Orson Kane show that I watch on the weekends. <laughs> I think no. I, I think he's supposed to be a Philip Marlowe type, but it doesn't play. We at already all.
2: have a Marlowe type. I know and we've his... got a character. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> his name is Marlowe, and he's about three feet tall. <laughs> yeah
1: he's the guy who runs the wildcats he really is three feet tall
2: and, but not like a like a small sort of a small he's like he's as wide as a large businessman in a big padded suit he's just been he's just been photoshop he's been photoshop scale tool just dragged down smaller oh. and it's such a it's such a weird um weird look you know he has the
1: dimensions of a kite like he looks (laughs) he looks like (laughs) you can fly
0: that's fair
2: that's (laughs) fair yeah he's like five feet across (laughs) and about three feet tall (laughs) in a big Uh, power suit and his voice actor is an old man who doesn't want to be there
0: (laughs) jacob i'm sensing elevated blood pressure are you upset
2: the wild cats are acting like brats I can't figure out what Hellspont's up to, and I didn't sleep.
1: Why should I be upset?
2: Perhaps because Voodoo has left headquarters without permission.
1: (coughs) What? Or because I am now registering strong daemonite energy readings near the UN (coughs) Plaza. (coughs) Any other cheerful news you want to share? Yes. The President of the United States is scheduled to give a speech this morning at the UN. Great Scott! On the on the topic of things they they uh they really wanted me to be impressed by this is this is my sort of example of what what passes for their uh, exciting writing here, where at one point the possessed president gives this crazy order, uh, you know, because he's trying to frame the, the wildcats for being bad guys, and he says, "Activate Black Razor,"
0: but they're the most powerful anti terrorist force we've got.
1: That's a little silly on its on the face of it, but later when Black Razor does show up to no fanfare at all. Uh, they're just randos. Uh, we get Grifter, who's like, uh-oh, that's a Black Razor.
2: You know these guys? Let's just say we cross paths.
1: Like, ooh, what a mysterious backstory Grifter must have. I'm well, not sure. Not, not only does Black Razor not exist, uh, in, in <laughs> real life, right? But, yep. uh... uh we don't also have like an elite team of anti, like domestic anti terrorist people. Not that we should. What I'm gonna get at is like, there's no cachet to this to this premise. Mm-hmm. They're selling it like it should be cool, and there's well, just no reason. Go ahead.
0: It was te- it was the 90s. Terrorism was still cool. That's right. very really like, true. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> right. We, we you had, were
1: you were just hunting PETA.
0: We had 10 more years of terrorism being quirky and funny. Uh, yeah, that's true. 10 years that's of Die movies and. Yeah, yeah. The like,
2: the 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 other fact that I found really hard to believe is that apparently nobody knows who the Wildcats are. Like the president, it's a giveaway that the president is possessed because he knows about the Wildcats. I and, I
1: read it a different way, and so you clarify me if you know it differently. I, that's why I'm interjecting. I thought he meant that only people know the name the Wildcats. Like they walk around in public. They, they, well, yeah, that's what I'm people, saying. It's like this yeah, fucking. Yeah.
2: Team is in Technicolor. I mean, they are, <laughs> you know, the most obtrusive, like, noticeable group of weirdos. They all, and they look so janky. They don't have any sort of, you know, like, it's impossible that, you know, they, they arrived earlier and they're like, who are you supposed to be? Like, we're, uh, you we're guys are, you guys are insane were-
0: looking.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if, if this, to the listener, if this sounds, again kind of like skeleton warriors all over the place and really impossible to follow um i'm sorry and that's also what we dealt with
1: but without any fun bone farce no
0: no it didn't have bone comedy there is an all-time uh low amount of bones in this one (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah on a scale, on a scale of one to ten, how many bones? A scale of one to tibia, how many bones? <laughs> uh, that was my nickname in high school. <laughs> how many Which bones? Which one?
1: Tibia. Or how many bones?
0: Scale, scale of oh, one scaled. to tibia. <laughs> uh, there was
2: a line that I want to clip drop. Somebody was saying, "So while we were kept busy,
0: another team was in here nailing someone close to the president." <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Man. Nice, dude. <laughs> also, how easy is the president to get to? <laughs> like,
1: Incredibly. Yeah. My favorite thing about this episode is that this whole B-plot we were talking about with Voodoo and her parents. Um, yeah. Maul is, like, tracking her down. He needs to find out where she's gone. As a byproduct of this, he's found out where her real parents are. And you might wonder how he does this. And I'll tell you. He googled them at the library. Yeah. And why didn't yep. she do that ever?
2: <laughs> oh man. <laughs> the whole team goes to her parents' graves and are like, "Hey, look. Um, see this? Your parents are dead. Apparently they knew. They were like, we took you in and there was an accident and we knew about your parents being dead and and we didn't we didn't tell her?" Did s- I don't I don't it's, think so.
1: I, it, feels, it feels very much like Maul filled them in before they got there with the info he found by Googling her parents at the library. Okay. And all right.
0: First off, it was microfiche, not Googling. This is 94. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, being facetious. He went, through, he, went through, he went through a complicated process of microfiche. A, a digitized phone book.
2: Um,
1: but like, he just sits down at a computer and then goes, oh, no.
0: Well, like they don't have they don't have the budget liars. to animate anymore.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> they, they ran out of budget. <laughs> he had to just sit down and stand up. No, my
2: favorite part <laughs> about the dead parents reveal at the end when they're just left with with uh the, everybody's kind of standing around awkwardly with uh with voodoo looking at her parents' graves and then I think is it's it the Spart- gravestones that the gravestones yeah and then the and then Spartan
0: is like then let's go home it's just like can we go (laughs) is robot does not care do you need a
2: minute (laughs) or no fuck it okay i I think we're done here so we can go home right
0: (laughs) again they ran out of budget they didn't have standing around budget No, no of course not
1: no um well it's it is it is i mean based on what we've said earlier in this conversation it does sort of paint it like like all spartan was interested in was getting the team back together for like utilitarian reasons and now he's like Great, she's back on. Let's go home. I'm fucking done with this. Let's get out. And I don't know. Is that a better... Like, is that a more interesting story-wise or not? I, 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 It does lean into the, like, shitty team with nice girl on it. Well, but, but it's
2: also the part of any cartoon where they're supposed to have a joke and they all laugh as a group. They all stand around and laugh, you know? G.I. Joe! <laughs> but it's ended with her looking at her parents' head gravestones and... It, yeah it, it has no it has the same weight as a laugh line ending like it doesn't no. you know it could have been a moment
0: right it could have been like a a, a nice moment that didn't happen um I know we didn't talk about this for either show, but can we just... I, I do want to give credit where credit is due. Uh, the intro song slapped on both mm. of them. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The intro song slapped on both of them. Like, they set me up to fail
2: pretty hard on both. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, that's why we watch Wildcats. I mean, We've been thinking about Wildcats
1: for four years. Before and it's we started the show, we It's were because wanting. of
0: Wildcats! 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 <laughs> it's so it's good. So good. Drop, a, drop a clip of that in here, because that that, oh, that's, yeah. that both track both of those tracks slapped.
1: Yeah, I mean, and, and I, I was sitting there like, the, this was my thought with Skeleton Warriors. I was, I was going like, oh, okay, these, this is the same chord progression and every fucking low effort. Oh, my foot's tapping. Ah, oh, <laughs> damn it. Ah, oh, damn it. And I was, <laughs> yep. I was enjoying it. I was like, fuck, <laughs> they got me again. The formula yeah. works.
2: Yeah. I also need to point out that in the list of credits for Wildcats under who developed this show, we have oh, david I wise know. but we also have friend <laughs> we have bob forward it's our it's our old friend bob oh, forward um, who has written all of our favorite trash uh, bob forward has and uh, he would... well,
1: what's, what's even weirder to me is that we've talked a lot about bob forward and his famous trash but david wise
2: is the other person listed on this show david wise made TMNT. this yeah.
0: is this is this should have had better bones yeah, sometimes, I see what you did there, and stop that, <laughs> slap you in the tibia, but sometimes you just need to, like, I don't know, get an extra pastrami sandwich that week, so you mm. crank out a Wildcats and walk away.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, It's it really is kind of, I'm trying to figure out how the ball got dropped so hard, because I'm, I'm sure if I was reading the comics, I feel like I, they would be at least baseline entertaining, um, mm-hmm. but to m- I
0: can't guarantee you that I can't guarantee you that. <laughs> no, that you're sounds, probably that right. It sounds like you're asking a lot. You're mm-hmm.
2: probably right. But this, I don't know. This show is just, it's so bad. <laughs> it's so poorly done.
1: Th- this is, this is a quote. This is the only quote under reception for the Wildcats comic book series, uh, from Andy Butcher, who gave it a six out of 10. He says, of all the artists who've tried to write, Lee is one of the more successful, Despite confusing <laughs> flashbacks at the start, he's at least capable of stringing a story together. As long as you concentrate, a lot of characters and factions are introduced very quickly. It's an enjoyable, if fairly linear, tale. Oh, and of course, the art is simply stunning.
2: Well, he put With- his pants on in the morning. and mm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it, it's, a, it's again that, that feeling of like the, the kind of compliments you get after a bad show that you've done, and you know that it's bad, but then your mm-hmm. friends all have to say something afterwards.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, was, yeah. <laughs> you did it.
1: <laughs> you did it. Those costumes, though. Wow. Really great.
0: <laughs> yeah. Do we have <sighs> anything else left for Wildcats or can we leave? I, I, I think the sauce that was missing was where the X-Men had the Xavier Institute, where they had a ground where you were there to learn about their characters and that they were going to care about each other and da-da-da-da-da. And then the team was built out of that. This show was just some people forced together cuz they happen to share genetics and like the simians that's not going to go well right and like, right
1: and i i i will also say the vibe that i get from this is very much like did any of you have friends who were like aspiring artists or whatever in in school and they would like draw a lot of their own like original characters and like they had like character designs in a notebook or whatever this feels like the first attempt where you're like, well, I have all these characters already. I could just make something out of that. You know, like Jim Lee had a bunch of scribbles and was like, oh, there's a team in here. This is And something. he just kind of threw some people down and we it had the Wildcats.
2: It sure is something.
0: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're at the end of the show um like follow and subscribe you can find all of these people on all of your major platforms <laughs> including their patreon <laughs> if you decide that you actually want to pay them for this garbage oh. um
1: we, let's... wow <laughs> we did not we did not ask him to do this
0: uh then what else do we get Oh yeah, I have nothing going on in my life, so don't worry about me. We are still in a global pandemic. Everybody needs to stay safe. And remember, if you put a giant ruby on your third thoracic, thoracic uh vertebrae, <laughs> you will apparently become a skeleton, which makes you immune to all damage. Try and if it you at don't home, do kids. that, if yeah. you don't do that, you can always put a sticker on your friend's forehead and jump into their body.
2: That's a great point. And be the president. Dive yeah. on in. <laughs> So Dom, this was our final episode of our '90s little '90s mini arc, um, and before this, we covered uh, Street Sharks and Extreme Dinosaurs. We covered Double Dragon, um, and we did and- um uh, Exo Squad and Bureau of Alien Detectors.
0: Oh, wow, I got and- fucked on this deal. <laughs> like- <laughs> well, we just didn't know. We really like didn't know. Street Sharks, homie. Street Sharks is obviously top tier. Hey- 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 not. <laughs> let, your, let your memory, let your memory
1: of that show live in infamy. Is what no, I, mean. I watched
0: yeah. it yes. like two months ago with my kid.
2: Damn. Okay. Wow. Oh, no. You know what? Sometimes things I need hope...
0: to be jossum. Sometimes they need to be jossum. <laughs> yeah. These shows today like, were not. Jossim. I understand why TMNT ended up staying the test of time, and why Street Sharks and SWAT Cats and the rest of those other like and anth- oh, Wild Mess Cowboys of Moo Mesa, mm-hmm. while of those fell off, uh-huh. they were not as good. No. but Street Sharks and Wild West Cowboys of Moo Mesa were not the worst shows in no. their entire. they no. weren't.
1: They weren't. Swat Cats was almost good, but its obsession with police brutality was so uncomfortable it to watch. really yeah.
2: loved violence. Yeah. And the yeah. fact <laughs> that the main characters kept a kill count and they <laughs> yeah. just were really into, oh God. you know, being yeah. uh, uh, murderers for the state, <laughs> you know, was kind of, <laughs> yeah. was kind of questionable.
1: Mega Cat um, City, not my, not my, uh, not my, sort of paradise. Not my
2: utopia. No. But well, but I mean
0: I, when every character has 9 lives, you can afford to murder them I, 8 well, times before fair. it's a problem. That's
2: a good point. Yeah. Uh the 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 I don't know, I'm trying to come up with with some sort of something we reached after watching these shows. And I, I don't I don't think I have an answer. The, the answer is the end is is that we're we're done <laughs> watching them the for now. the end of our rope. Unless we go back to extreme dinosaurs at some point. But um I don't know. We had we what we saw was a lot. We
1: liked Exo Squad a lot.
2: Exo Squad was surprisingly good because they really dipped a toe into serialization. This was like a really bold approach. And Bureau of Alien. They tried to be anime. Was not was not as good. They tried to be anime, and they kind of succeeded actually. Yeah.
0: The '90s and its cartoons. Thank God anime came and saved American animation because we were just fresh out of ways to Uh do things.
2: Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. You can only do (laughs) He-Man so many times before you devolve into whatever we got at this point. Whatever was Skeleton Warriors. You know? I mean... You can't even buy... What are these figurines supposed to be?
1: I don't know. But they were all riding around in, in, in Skeleton Warriors. They were all riding around on these incredibly merchandisable, like, personal flight craft... Looked like uh, like motorcycles in the sky. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I, I would have bought one of those. I'm not gonna lie to you. I definitely would have bought one of those.
0: I get that. Uh, I get track. I get.
1: <laughs> it's still not. That
0: was that was your nickname in high school.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, right, we wow.
0: finished. And and that's what we got. We got everybody got a nickname from high school. That is the gift I have given you today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, the nineties and into the early two thousands, that was the end. That was the end of, of our good ideas. We started doing those like action mans and, and, Butt ugly Martians and you could tell we needed help. We mm-hmm. needed help. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So anime reached in and told us there was another, there was another way. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, and I mean, and but sure enough, like around the end of the '90s, we were, you know, we were getting Jackie Chan adventures, and then we got Avatar. Mm
1: -hmm. Like
2: things, things got better. Um, It gets better, yeah. But but in 1994, (laughs) it was it was it was. We were coming out
0: of the '80s. The technology was way behind. The only good thing from early '90s is Batman the Animated Series. I was just going to
2: say Batman TES was a bright spot, but yeah, yeah, boy trash trash a sea of trash well listen dom we really appreciate you coming in here today and watching these shows you know we never know really what we're getting into uh with (laughs) episodes and in this case for any anything you suffered watching these episodes that's on us that's on us
0: just the 90s were a bad time. We I mean, we're still bad to people in general, but we are mm-hmm. trying to be better through via the power of therapy and d- rights for humans, but like we were that was that was some that was some that was some uh some king louis <laughs> nonsense. Uh-huh. <laughs> Well, and, and when you see, like, when we've heard from,
2: from animators who are doing stuff around this time, when they were finishing episodes, literally Friday night, like before Saturday morning hit, mm-hmm. like they were, there, there were not a lot of people to step back and be like, Hmm, I don't know about that one, guys. Uh, it was, Yeah, it you had know. to come from
1: the top a little bit. Yeah. And uh, it's, it didn't. No,
2: <laughs> no. So, uh, 90s, you know what? Thanks for Thanks for nothing. No thanks shit. Thanks for nothing, 90. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: oh. And we'll see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. See you
0: next Tuesday.
1: Are we all saying it?
2: I don't know. Felt right.
1: <laughs> no way Andy gets to yeah. say it. Everybody, the show's over.
0: Bye, oh no! Andy
1: didn't say it. Oh no! <laughs> Hey, I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you want to hear more shows from us, we have two more for you. The Infinite Backlog is our extremely exciting Marvel podcast where we started at 1961 and we move forward with way too much reading. Wham, bam, pow. (laughs) And you get to hear almost every week, Rory and Shane complain about how much reading it is.
2: There's so much reading. It's
1: always Warlock. (laughs) It comes out most Saturdays. We've also got I've Read Dune with Rory Voy, me, Rory Voy. It's a podcast where I have read Dune and they're my captive audience for an hour. Every Wednesday till we finish the book, we're releasing I've Read Dune with Rory Voy, me, and I've Read Dune.
2: (laughs) 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 And of course, if you enjoyed this show or any of our shows really, and you wanna support us, we do have a Patreon chock full of bonus content. Everything from videos to sound clips to even some fun art that I get to make for you once a month. Um, And you know, even if you can't support us monetarily, if you don't have anything to give, We would just love it if you joined our Discord and send us memes. Um, Send memes to us all day long. Keep us awake all night long with your memes. We love memes. We consume them. Just ruin us with your memes. (laughs) Please ruin
1: us with your memes. As always, our links are in the episode description. Thank you. Oh,
2: thank you. Thanks, everybody. Laters.